Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. There's Bitcoin. Today is March the 30th. 2019 strong hand long-term thinking unconfiscatable bitcoin is the next bitcoin personal responsibility is a new counterculture we'll talk about that about that deferral gratification we'll talk about that conviction avoid mediocrity okay time to go beyond bitcoin we're going to talk about all sorts of subjects if you want bitcoin check out yesterday's this week in bitcoin show all-star panel christian was on Ansel was on and Gabriel Divine and Gabriel even started talking about uh oh my god uh quantum stuff so check that out first tweets first thing i want to mention and of course my podcast now sportsmeister.com check that out techbalt.com follow me on twitter at techbalt disruptmeister it's all linked to below t-shirts all and this t-shirt was given me by uh who gave me this bitcoin to the moon sent this to me so yeah i'm it was uh i'm wearing different shirts now that i'm back in in baltimore so and thank you for for the shirts everyone and uh, bitcoin to the moon especially you're a good dude uh no one ever made a difference by being like everyone else that's a quote from pt barnum and it was tweeted out by well roel botha Roel, I don't know the guy's name, but it does. No one ever made a difference by being like everyone else. I like that. Fitting in is overrated, baby. That's that same type of stuff. Now, speaking of fitting in, I wasn't fitting in during this whole Russian collusion obsession. Everyone was talking about it on the mainstream media. I didn't even know. I mean, I'd hear about it on Ben Shapiro's show, and it would just be like, what? Why, why do people, it seems so fake and such a waste of time. Seems like a bunch of spoiled sport. And so, okay, it ended up that it was, yeah, it was totally fake. It was just a political tool. And if you, if you got into this on either side of the debate, you wasted so much time on a fake story. And, uh, I was in the Bitcoin during that time. How many unproductive hours were created by that so-called story and how many of you took advantage of the lack of competition during those hours to be productive i mean that's that's a positive way of looking at it so hey if you got if you were all worried if you're all stuck in that if you had to watch the news every day to follow that saga uh now you, you learned your lesson and you can spend your time more productively if you were like me and we're just like hearing it about it in the background and just you, you know you were doing productive things that's great you took advantage of the situation. You know, there, there are a lot of people that complain. They're stuck. Oh, why Why am I poor? Well, it's because you're addicted to uh, following news sagas uh, instead of actually being productive. You can't just watch TV all day and uh, and be productive. All right. If, you, if you're a CNN addict, if you got to get your dopamine hit from CNN – you're probably doing it wrong, dudes. Uh, you, you're probably, I wouldn't say, I would say you're not being productive. Okay. So that, that's, oh, that's my only thoughts on that. Great. That would, 
I mean, again, it's all politics. There'll be another political story that's going to bring Trump down or bring whoever down. Don't worry about it. <laughs> worry about yourself. They again, if you if you get caught up in other people's lives and try to live vicariously through them, you're not going to be a very productive person. Pound that like button. Follow me on Twitter at TechBall, T E C H B A L T. Here is an article about don't lower the voting age, raise it. Now again, I'm I don't think politics are that important. But uh, unfortunately, if you do live in the country, if you live in the United States and um, you're not exactly that independent, a lot that goes down in politics is going to affect you. It's going to affect your tax rate. And so it would be a lot better if smart people were voting. If you could if you could eliminate some of the ignorance from the voting. some I mean, so many people, voters just make decisions based on emotions and that's not based on logic and facts and reason. So this person proposes, don't lower the voting age, raise it, raise it to 25. And you know, if, if, if we're going to have to live in this system, and again, I'm in the Bitcoin overlay. So, I mean, I don't, I don't care that much, but uh, for, for the people who are not, uh, yeah, the, the country would run, the bureaucracy would run a lot better if it if people were a bit better if the voting age was raised to 25. I mean, really, it should just be people who own property. I mean, that's the way the founding fathers intended it. I think that was a good idea. And you know what? I don't own any I don't own any real estate now. So I wouldn't be able to vote. Who cares? I'm saying I'm saying. So um, but but one easy thing you could do, a lot of people are talking about lowering the uh voting age to 16. Oh, what nonsense. So so this guy proposed raising it to 25. Okay. I mean, he's not like a famous dude or anything like that. He, and then I, so I posted his proposition, but I also post a uh, article he wrote, campaign to raise the voting age got me shadow banned on Twitter. <laughs> oh my God. So again, I, I, Twitter is a, is a private company and they can do things like that, but it, it just, it shows you where the bias is. I mean, this guy has a, this is a pretty original story. Not a lot of people are talking about raising a, the, the voting age to, to, to 25. It's, it's a, it's a thoughtful article, but it, I guess it's considered a uh, taboo <laughs> for, for Twitter. That, that kind of thing's taboo or well, whatever. I mean, you don't have to, uh, I, it's unfortunate they, they didn't let the guy spread the word about his article was I, I enjoy Twitter, not from the emotional hits and from arguing with people. I don't get that. I just read, I, I, Use it as a news source, but if they're going to hide some news from me, that's really, that's unfortunate. Someone asked me about Baltimore and the mayor, Catherine Pugh, and the situation that's going on. You can go to baltimorebrew.com. I didn't link to it. That's brew, like B-R-E-W. And that's that's a news site. that It's really liberal, <laughs> uh, but they do cover the situation that, that's going on if you want to know more. The mayor of Baltimore, when she was, I guess when she was a state senator and uh, was on a, a board of uh, some medical system, she made a deal with them that she'd write a, a child's, a children's series of children's books and they would buy it for a large sum of money. And it, it turns out she, she got her money, uh, but not many of the books were actually produced or distributed to the, the health system. 
And uh, it's like a little a little cartoon character girl book. It's it's like a kid's book. And so she's she's been caught on this. And then, you know, they, they've also found out that did she get a good deal on her house because of some of her political connections? Here's the thing, guys. It's already gone so far down the toilet in, in cities like Baltimore and, and Detroit and Cleveland. But, I mean, she, she'll be, of course, this is forgiven. Of course, something like this is totally forgiven. It's unethical, unethical deals. That's just, that's part of a, that's part of a, Rust Belt City business, I guess. Post-industrial city business. It's it's it, the voters don't give a darn. The voters, they, this is, they don't even understand, you know, the 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 problems with what happened. Uh, she got paid. She was. Uh, what's wrong with making some money? Who cares? She didn't deliver the books. She she wasn't mayor then. She was just a state senator. Okay, so I I think what she did. It, it seems like yeah, they did just paid her off for uh, support. But that that's that's how things work, and I'm I'm not going to worry about it too much. I've known these politicians, and the amazing thing is she's she's if she thought she could get away with this, just what else is everyone thinking they can get away with? I mean, this is pretty blatant. They were supposed to be a bunch of books. They didn't exist. They just didn't exist. They weren't delivered. Um, but I mean, everyone else is getting. getting she, she probably knew. Well, people are getting away with worse. So I'll just I'll try this out. And she got caught. I mean, maybe she she didn't think she'd ever end up being mayor. Uh, and you know, I've I've met Catherine Pugh in, in person, and uh, compared to most politicians, she's a uh, Baltimore politician. She's she's smarter than most uh, many of them. Many. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's just don't worry about it too much. Don't don't get on these people's teams. You don't want to be in, involved with, with. I mean, it's a waste of your time. They're, they're just enriching themselves. I mean. Okay, so, but Catherine Pugh does run. She jogs. I'll give her that. And that's why she made the healthy, She it was it's called Healthy Holly. That, that was the na- That's the name of the books, the Healthy Holly books that don't exist, that kind of exist. Not in the quantities that they're supposed to exist. Meanwhile, uh, here's an article. The New Zealand mosque chairman slammed for blaming Christchurch shooting on Mossad. Yeah, not a surprise that it gets uh, you. You blame it on Israel. Yeah, that's that's a good one there. You know, it, it 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 always devolves into that. It seems like some of these things when a, when a big uh, some oh, it must have been Israel, must have been Mossad. <laughs> it it just it does show you it. You know, it's such a small country. There are not that many dudes that are actually in the Mossad. Um, they do. A, I mean, they do a good job, but they do. They make everyone paranoid that they think that, that the Mossad's behind everything. So I mean, I, I guess Mossad probably likes it that they get blamed for everything. <laughs> they, I mean, they are a secret agency. They're the, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA of Israel. Uh, but but no, they're not they're not behind everything. <laughs> they pulled off some good things in the past, but no, they they didn't do that. It's 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 a, it's horrifying to try to to blame what happened there on. I mean, it, it was what it was. Yeah, I mean, you, you, a bunch of people got mowed down by a, a, a horrible person. It's just it's terrible. No, and, and uh, to 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 just blame it on just to take it to a conspiratorial level, really, 
devalues the lives of the people that that were lost. I mean, it, it becomes it becomes a joke when when you try to come up with, you try to make it a mystery. Oh, look look at these loose ends. So obviously, it isn't what it appears. It's what it appears. It's a it's a bloody horrible massacre. Okay, moving on. But it's it's a real current theme when when things blame it on Mossad, blame it on Israel. Half of older Americans have nothing in retirement savings. And they're talking about uh, Americans 55 and over. That is a, a Yahoo Finance article that is linked to below. Half have nothing in retirement savings. And, and that's just, and older people over 55, they're more responsible than the younger generations. It's only going to get worse. So be a saver. Be a unique beast. <laughs> the saver is not a... That's not fitting in in today's society. Definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, Bitcoin overlay, baby. I mean, that's that's why a lot of people don't get Bitcoin. They're just totally clueless about savings and, and value. Just they just want to spend, spend, spend. Ooh, what else do we have? Oh, I talked about uh, you know people people's desire for uh, real friendship out there, and this is going to be a, a niche thing out there. Uh, for people, if you're if you're Jewish and you're not religious and you feel lonely, uh, I will I will tell you this: there are many every, Jews are supposed to pray every uh, every morning, and, and as you know, like very few do. Just the, the religious ones go to synagogue. Uh, but I I have had to because to, to say Kaddish for my father of blessed memory and. Uh, to, to say Kaddish, you need to be, you need to have 10 guys. Okay. And so there are always guys that need to say Kaddish. And so you, you as a secular Jew, you don't have to believe in God. You don't have, to, you don't believe in anything that the prayers mean a, a darn thing. But if you want to help out people, if you want to help out people, you can just go to one of these synagogues and say, you know what? If you ever need a 10th guy, you can give me a call. I will come there. And you could just stand there with your, your your sitter, your prayer book, and just like look. And they'll be so appreciative. The people are so nice. They're so nice. And you see, I, I'm going through a situation where, you know, I'm I'm been going to synagogue. And then, you know, a, a couple of the times, there's only like nine guys there. At first, I'm like, oh, my God, where are you? And I'm like, I hope the rabbi is calling someone to get another person here. And so I'm always very appreciative when a 10th guy and an 11th guy show up. And so I've seen it from from the other end. I'll, I'll be your darn friend if you, if, if you show up, definitely. Uh but yeah, there, there's there's an idea for you, and if you're not Jewish, you can uh, extrapolate that and put it into your own religion. When when uh, someone of your uh, of of the religion that you don't believe in at all, but you're a part of, needs some uh, help, volunteer, uh, put yourself on a list, and, and they'll call you. Because in in this world today, uh, there, uh, yes, yeah, so, so sometimes uh, the religious people need just just bodies to show up and uh, they'll be very, very appreciative. So, and a lot of you are saying, what are you talking about? Uh, yeah. I'm not going to explain the whole Jewish thing, but if you are Jewish, you probably know what I, I mean here. And uh, yeah, there's, there's an idea. It's, it's, it's a mitzvah to, to, to do it too. How about that? So, uh, and I, I do appreciate, you know, all these many, many, many days in a row that I've been doing this. Uh, all the, all the guys that have been there, and they said thanks to me for showing up. I'm like, no, thanks, thanks to you guys. Okay, uh, so that's a little bit of uh, insight into some some behind the scenes Meister life. When I was in Los Angeles, and again, I'm I'm back in Baltimore now. 
I, I got to tell you, the main the mainstream movie culture is just in your face. The billboards for the latest movies that I've never heard of, and the, and on like uh, you know where they're doing construction, they've got wooden barriers up, but then they plaster movie posters all over them, uh, and and so what was one called? I, I don't even remember all their. <laughs> I, I see they didn't do that. Oh, one with Brad Pitt. I saw. Well, anyway, it's everywhere there. All these billboards, and it's just not only do they produce the stuff there, but clearly the people, many of the people, are just obsessed with that Hollywood culture. It's just, it's in your face, and it's it's not. I think it's a complete waste of time. So I mean, some these movies, most movies are pretty bad today. You, you don't learn anything. They're just they to they give you a hit to to see pretty people or whatever. Uh, but, uh, if you're outside of it and, and you're observing this as, as an outsider in Los Angeles, it is fun. It is fun to, it's funny to observe this, study. all these posters for, and in, even in the, uh, the bus shelters, they had this big advertisement for some show, maybe on Netflix or on cable with this large woman, like in a bathing suit. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> Like what has happened to society? But if you don't rely on that, and if you're not addicted to it, and you're just observing it in the beautiful California sun, and you're doing your own thing, making your own YouTube, it's 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 fun. It's 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 funny. It's it's you're glad you're not part of it, or at least I'm glad I'm not part of it. So uh, for all you LA people, you, maybe you've become immune to it all. Like oh, I don't even notice the billboards anymore. I mean, th th to me, they're really noticeable because they're everywhere. Just Hollywood is just totally in your face. And it's, I don't, I don't think it's going to last. Uh, well, wait, no, 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 I shouldn't say that. The 80 percenters are always going to be 80 percenters. It'll just, it, it'll evolve, it'll evolve into something a little bit different. You got to love that Southern California air, uh, that Southern California weather. And, and again, it, it's sad because then you're on the highway when I, when I was going back, when I was going to LAX. You know, it's so, California is so beautiful. They've got this fake Hollywood culture there and everything. And then you see the reality just peeks through. Like when you see the homeless people, like this encampment was on a hill, like right above the highway and kind of off of a, a street. And they had tents set up and everything. And there were women there too, man. It's, it's just, it's, it's sad. It's, uh, a lot of lost souls out there and uh they don't they let they let the homeless just set up like that and it's it's pretty dangerous it's de definitely dangerous for them but hey guys don't don't get into drugs and don't uh be responsible <laughs> personal responsibility is don't 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 base your your lives around uh hollywood dreams the, the hollywood hollywood lifestyle is is definitely a fantasy so so be very careful uh, a fantasy for most, for most. I mean, again, there are going to be some people that, that will be able to make it somehow, but it's, it's just it's a, not a meritocracy to say the least. Uh, okay. So as I, uh, as I prepared this show, trending on Twitter was hashtag my white privilege. Yikes. Uh, people are recounting, the outrageous things they've gotten away with because of my white privilege. Now, of course, I, I 
I would never have checked this out except that I was about to do the show. And so I clicked on it and I saw like it, a lot of, a lot of it had been hijacked by people, you know, speaking the truth. Like, no, I, I don't, my, my dad suffered horribly and he was white and but th this stuff is so divisive and it's, it's such a waste of time. And it just shows you what a society we live in today where people can just sit at a computer and, and thrive off of guilt and just waste so much time on this. They, they're so everyone who can waste time on this. They're privileged. They're privileged to live in this this time of excess technology and abundance that allows them to sit in front of a computer and complain about this kind of stuff. Try to, to to guilt others. I mean, some of the people enjoy shaming other people. Some of the people enjoy blaming people. There obviously people are envious that are doing this. And then there's some people that don't want to feel good about what they have. And, uh, you know, don't make excuses for what you have. Okay. Uh, just, just, and don't, don't worry about why someone else has something and you don't have something. It's, it's really, a, it's really a sick state when, when people have gotten into this, uh, this, this white privilege, any privilege state, just, you know, try to improve yourself. Don't worry about what that, that other dude is doing. Why, why he's privileged or. No, come on, just just worry, worry about yourself. And then if you feel bad about yourself because you're white, I mean that that, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. You're you're, you're racist against yourself, man. <laughs> just because you're white, you 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 don't like yourself. I mean that's that's a sickness of some sort. It's just you you should love yourself. You should be proud of you, not as not because you're a certain race, because of what you bring to the table as as an individual. And uh, if you're if you thrive off of guilt and you thrive off of blaming, then uh, you're not much of an individual. So to try try to get off that track, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. I'm telling you, man, get be productive. You, you get a whole new mindset, man. Now, uh, I ate some bananas today, and uh, I had cut out bananas for a while. Was I? I noticed like sometimes in Israel, I was like eating. <laughs> I would eat like seven or something like that, man. And I got to tell you, I think those things, uh, if you're trying to lose weight, now I wasn't trying to lose weight. Th this is my recommendation. If you're trying to lose weight, I, I, don't eat bananas. Don't eat bananas. Um, I know, I mean, I noticed my stomach. I, I didn't see my uh, abs as much as I had pre. So I was like, eh, what's going on here? Hey, I'm getting, every everyone's getting older, obviously. Um, but I did cut out the bananas and then, you know, it, it became a little bit more chiseled down there again. Uh, but then this, today I decided to have, I, I hadn't had bananas since January, I think. but you know, back in Baltimore, decided to have some of that. So I don't know. I, I do know they're filled with, uh, what they got in them? Glucose, um, or fructose, excuse me. They got a high fructose content and, uh, you know, again, I, I don't want to vilify fruit too much. But if you're a person that is uh, overweight and you're trying to lose weight, that that is something I would cut cut out of the fruit category. Is it? And I don't, don't want to vilify banana. They are delicious, though. They are so delicious. You know, you, you should use them as a dessert. You should definitely as a they're, they're a delicious dessert. Okay, enough about enough about bananas. I don't know if anybody has any any comment. What are they starchy too? That might be the problem. I, I don't know. Oh, Vention. I just see Vention. Just uh, what did he do here? Vention sent five dollars in the super chat. White guilt, laugh out loud. I doubt anyone around here has that problem. 
And yeah, stay away from carbs. Yes. So stay away. Stay away from carbs is the general message. And the easiest ones is the best ones to stay away are bread and all that stuff. But then comes fruit. And that, that's where people get into the argument. Uh, because fruits are carbs, but they're not they're not processed carbs. But some will say that you know fruits today aren't the fruits of yesterday. And again, fruits fruits are now bread to be really sugary and sweet and delicious. I, I, I will say this again: the first step, the first step is getting rid of the bread. Okay, that that's the the bread and the beer. That that that's the first step, people. Definitely, if if you want to get healthier, and then if you, if you haven't attained your weight, then maybe you cut out the bananas or something. If you, but you know you can watch videos of guys that say they're fruit uh, fruititarians. And I don't know. But uh, and, and you know, Vention does. Vention again says he says he feels the best when he is totally low carb. And yeah, a lot of people a, a lot of people say when they're just totally all meat and everything. Like Jordan Peterson, that's all you can have is meat. Now that's one extreme. That's one extreme. So. I, I will say this: you cannot get into ketosis. Powell, let's let's end it on this. You can't get into ketosis if you're if you're uh, if you're eating bananas on the regular. You, you you can't. So if you're in a situation where you you feel you really feel a lot better in in a state of ketosis, then yeah, then you, you really gotta not have many fruits at all. For me, uh, I don't know how often I get into you know because I'm fasting so much. I probably who knows? I, I feel good all the time, uh, to tell you the truth. And if I didn't feel good, I would definitely eliminate uh, something from the diet or, 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 or try something new. But uh, I, again, I, I'm I'm concerned with the, the so many Americans that are just like into the processed carbs, the cookies. The, the, you could cut out that pretty easy, and, and I think it'll make a big difference for most people. Moving on. Uh, Okay, now this this is the big one of today. Oh no! Before I get there, so when I was running, well, I don't even know what day it was now. It's Friday. I was running Friday in uh, on a main suburban street in Baltimore County. Okay, in a good, in a pretty good area, an okay area, and like there's a new pot shop or something like that. I don't know what it exactly is. And I just thinking to myself and I, I, and then I flash back to LA where there's so many pot shops and liquor stores. I mean, I think in the future, just like people are going to be so comfortable that they're not going to know what to do with their time. And they're just like, they're going to be drug self-medicating all the time. I think self-medication, people just want to get away from the world. The, and they're more and more are turning to drugs and alcohol. And you can see it in the storefronts. They're, they're liquor stores, they're, they're dr drug stores now. Uh, it's, if, to me, it's, it's a beautiful world out there. And you're missing, if you feel like you've got to be drunk or high or stoned all the time, I, I, unfortunately, I think it's a trend. More and more people are just are going in that direction. They feel empty. And maybe it's it's because of the following here. Well, Scott Adams, he in this video linked to below. But again, I, I do want to point out that clearly there are more and more drug and alcohol and self-medicating um, 
storefronts all over the country now. I mean, it's a clear trend. It's a it's it's a clear trend. This is what people want to spend their money on. This is what, what they want to see it. All right, uh, Carlos SS says, "I can I come from Craigship.com. Ooh, that means you're awesome, dude. Have have you think about being wrong about U.S. debt? I really have my doubt about the situation. Is that bad? Well, no, it it is bad. It it's 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 bad for regular people because they just keep on printing money uh, to pay off the debt. I mean, they can keep going into debt, but the 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 inf we, and you don't think you're getting taxed, but you are through the inflation. You can't buy. I mean, you used to be able to buy a car for five thousand dollars. Now, what's a car? Thirty thousand dollars. This is the price. This is the price about uh, U.S. debt. This is the price of U.S. debt. Um is the devaluation of the currency that and that is a bad thing now it's not that bad if you buy bitcoin because <laughs> that bitcoin is not being devalued that that's an asset that uh in, in terms of dollars over the long run you'll be good it, 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 it'll protect you against the the inflation that is that is caused by the the u.s uh money printing uh but thank you for the 499 uh, carlos and eventually again thank you for the, for the five bucks but it, and but but another thing, Carlos, they will be able to keep on going into debt. The U.S. will be able to keep pulling this off because eighty percenters don't give a, a don't give a darn. They're, they're happy to have their pot shops, their alcohol, their big screen TVs. They don't care that they need they need more money to buy. Well, first of all, they're all getting paid by the government now. I call it the uh, welfare dollar. It's the way. It, as long as the dollar can uh, keep the people. Uh, happy with bread, bread and circuses and welfare, uh, they're not going to complain. And yeah, the, the government will be able to keep on spending and spending. There's just, there's too many, even the smart people are just, uh, so many of them are hooked on like the public school system. Like, Ooh, well, I gotta, I gotta keep on paying my taxes or I gotta keep on working hard to live in this neighborhood. So my kids don't have to go to that bad school. Uh, so they're hooked. So you don't want to, you don't want to get caught in that matrix, man. You don't want to get caught you want to get into the Bitcoin overlay and not have to worry about these things um, that get people addicted to the system where they're not going to complain about the inflation, where they're not going to take action. Because, yeah, again, so uh, there, there are a lot of people that say the dollar is going to die one day. The dollar is not going to, they're going to keep on, they'll be able to pull this off. And when I say day, I mean the United States government, the Fed, whatever you want to call it, um, will be able to continue to pull this off because most people will just, will be happy watching the NFL or, and they're coming out with more and more drugs. They're going to eventually, you'll be able to just plug yourself into some virtual reality simulation and, and just rot away there all day. And so, and it'll be government funded. It, it, it's unfortunate that, and that some people do, I mean, definitely the, there are people that it hurts. The, the inflation does really, you know, the, the regular middle, there's going to be less and less middle class. There's not going to be a middle class anymore, basically. There's not going to be a true middle class anymore. And I guess that's an unfortunate, but you can prepare for that. You can prepare for that. And, uh, and Bitcoin is one of those ways. But if you just live the typical lifestyle of getting more and more in debt and uh, having to pay all sorts of taxes on all these things you buy and your real estate, uh, well, you'll be a tax slave and when you end up, you'll never really retire and you'll have to deal with government medical care and uh, you don't want to end up in a hospital with, with government medical care and no one else looking after you but the government. 
All right, moving on. Uh, but thank you. I, I went off on a little tangent there. Scott Adams says, news has evolved from reporting information into a drug. Yeah, and this is at the 12-minute mark of the video that I linked to below. Uh, you, people don't click on news stories anymore. A lot of people don't, at least. 80 percenters don't click on the news to learn. They're doing it for the dopamine hit. It's, it's emotionally based. They want to hear about their side, how their side is beating the other side. They want to feel happy from the news. They want to feel accomplished from the news. They're not there to learn. They're not actually there to hear the news and like be up to date. They're there to get caught up in a soap opera and get some dopamine hits. And that's the, that's the, the mainstream media is delivering that to people. And the, the internet has helped make that very efficient because you can tell how many people are clicking on your article, what the correct clickbait is, how do you trigger people's emotions so they read your article and keep on coming back and reading your articles over and over and over again. You don't you don't need substance. You don't need real news. You just you, you need a certain formula that's going to trigger people's emotions and get them addicted to your product like a drug. And that is not what that's not what news really should be. It, it shouldn't be a uh, uh, an, an addictive, uh, an addictive source of, uh, words, but it's not news. It's, it's not real. It's, it's, it's gobbledygook. It's, it's, a, it's a soap opera. Again, there, there are real news sources out there still. And 20 percenters do click on things because they want to learn. I click on, I go to Twitter because I want to learn. I don't go on Twitter because I want to be reassured that my my guy is doing the right thing or that everything's going to be okay or that I'm awesome or that I shouldn't feel guilty or that I should feel guilty. Uh, I, I'm there to learn facts. I love, again, I've mentioned it all the, on YouTube. I love to watch uh, programs about space exploration and that that's just to learn this, the, the knowledge, just you're, you're gaining all this insight into how the universe works. It's, I just find it so fascinating. Uh, it's not there to, and I'm not, I'm not addicted to it to get a dopamine hit like that. And that's what the news, the mainstream news has become. And Scott Adams, uh, I don't agree with that dude on a lot of things, but he hit the nail on the head on that one that is linked to below. Ben Shapiro had a great Sunday special. And this might sound a little strange to you, but, uh, what is it here? It's a very interesting Shapiro show on intelligent design. Uh, Stephen C. Meyer, geophysicist, vice president of Discovery Institute, and author, author of the New York Times bestseller Darwin's Doubt, joins Ben to discuss philosophy, the origins of life, the overlap of science and religion, and much more. Now, you don't have to believe in religion to, to even watch. It's, it's, it's a very interesting show. So... That's my recommendation for the week. Play it at 2x. It goes by real fast. And you you can understand the whole thing. It's it's uh there there's some real interesting, I, I guess, numerical analysis of, of religion or uh or should we say not not of religion. Uh there's a it, it seems like yeah. When we when we create things, there's all these codes involved. When you're when you're a computer programmer, you got to program things a certain way with certain codes. And it's as if 
the universe has been programmed with certain codes. That that's what uh, this video can boil down to. So uh, check it out; it's explained a lot better. So that I, I shouldn't, I and I, I shouldn't have said religion beforehand. Just remember the word intelligent design. Intelligent design. Okay, uh, I'm 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 ruining the whole thing for you now. Go 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 check it out. Okay, Jeet. What's Jeet have to say here? Media uncritically gives reality. It gives reality TV people unlimited coverage of their lifestyle. Turns out that lifestyle is causing suicides and mental health issues. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. Uh, yeah. The, the people on the reality TV shows are addicted to attention, clearly. They're attention drug addicts. Uh, they live a unsustainable lifestyle, then people people enjoy watching this, living through them, because uh, they also want attention, and they like seeing these people getting attention. But uh, no, a lot of the people, it's they end up not happy and suicidal, and clearly mental mental health issues. When uh, for some of these people who are just such attention, I don't want to say the word. Uh, attention drug addicts that they 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 want to appear on TV like this. So no, they, those are not people to emulate. But it it gets the clicks, it gets the views. People people like seeing uh, reality TV stuff for some reason. I mean, eighty percenters do at least. Don't waste your time on that stuff. And I got we we are in like the twentieth year of reality TV now. I, I think. Um, what was it? I don't know what the first one was. Survivor was that the first one back in the day, uh, and and from there it just it's blossomed. Well, not blossomed. It's spread like a virus. And uh, oh, here's a good one from Patiol. Be intentional about who you spend time with, who you work with who you serve and who you listen to. All right. That is, that is really great. You got to think, you got to think sometimes you can't just blindly like follow the crowd and be intentional about who you spend time with, who you work with, who you serve and who you listen to. Yeah, take a step back. Sometimes I'm like, wait a second, I'm listening to this dude. Why am I even listening to this dude? Why am I even friends with this person? Who, wh what, what, why am I hanging out with these, this same group of people over and over again? You, you got to be proactive and, and sometimes leave groups and join new ones. Uh, all right. Jeet has another tweet. Not Okay, this is a good one. Not sure I'm more annoyed with the 40% tax rate on this couple's or this couple's ridiculous expenses. So link to below, there's a story about a couple that makes $500,000 a year. And at the end of the day, they have hardly any money left. And the first thing that, that hits you is they, they're taxed at a 40% rate, okay? And uh, they live in a $1.5 million home also that they have a huge mortgage on. And so after, so their $500,000 income after taxes and 401k immediately goes down to 278000 And then from there, some of their expenses, they have college debt, they have a... a they go on vacations, three vacations a year, uh, 
property taxes are $20,000 a year. Yeah, their vacations cost $18,000 total a year. Uh, they have fancy cars. Again, this uh, a lot of it, they, they could easily cut out all of this stuff, okay? Easily cut out all this stuff. But again, it shows you that in, you know, there are a lot of people, they're making $500,000 a year and they want to signal to all their friends to let them know that they're making $500,000 a year. So they buy the cars, so they go on the vacation, so they give their kids special things. So they, so they buy a $1.5 million house and go into debt when they're already in college debt. So check that out. I think it is absolute. I I could, well, I budget things so much, so much better than th these people do. And, and that's why, I mean, that that's a simple thing you got to learn in life. It's a lot of people are like, well, how do you live this lifestyle? It's, it's about cutting your spending. Okay. It's not, it's not necessarily about making a lot of money, cut your spending and you can live, uh, you can live a, a fine lifestyle and you have more time. And you can be more efficient. All right. Uh, Carlos SS. Yeah, that's his name. Carlos SS sent 499 again. Scenario. You are head of a family and you have assets to make your family live well. Crypto does not exist. In what assets would you invest? <gasps> oh, my. Well, I'm biased because I come from... Uh, I, I come from real estate i mean i i've re real estate it would be yeah real estate that that would be mine that, that that's what pops into my head there, there's again there's a lot of different types of real estate but uh real real estate would be a, be a good one because you got a family you could always uh you could, you could always uh give it to your kids uh but I have ragged on real estate a lot compared to crypto. That's the thing. I mean, everything else has got uh, everything else has got insurance. That, that's the beauty of you see. I I'm glad I don't live in a world that that, that doesn't have crypto. But uh, yeah, the first thing is I don't I don't like I don't like stocks. I don't like gold, silver. Yeah. It would, it would, for me, it would be, for me personally, it would be real estate. And you, you have to, yeah, what other assets? Nah, I don't think of any, I, I don't, there's no other asset that, that would be mine. But that's, that's why I'm so happy that there's crypto in this world. Because most of you say, Adam, you rip on, you rip on real estate all the time. Yeah, because there's crypto and because there's Bitcoin in this world. And I get to, uh, I get, I get to deal with Bitcoin, but I, I have dealt with real estate. I know what I would do differently if I was forced to deal with it again. How about that? How about that? You'd go, what you, what you would do is you would go to a state, the most conservative state possible and, and buy, uh, buy real estate there, like where no one's going to sue you, where they're not going to be ridiculous taxes. Uh, yeah. You don't, you don't want real estate. You don't want real estate in inner cities. Like you don't want real estate in a city that someone like Catherine Pugh controls, who I alluded to beforehand. No, I mean when there's so much corruption already, you, you're, you're going to get tax galore. Uh, but again, so, some people can really deal with it. it. It depends on your personality, also. If you can deal with tenants and inspectors, 
All right. So good, good question there. I like that question. Um, what else do we, okay. Uh, we talked about Jeep. Oh, finally, last thing, Naval. Okay. He's said some interesting things about crypto before. And I don't agree with the dude all the time, but he's got a really quick show, a really quick podcast. I think it's four minutes. I linked to it below. The internet has massively brought in career possibilities, connects you with all sorts of niches. So yeah, it, it connects you with all sorts of niches you never would have been able to connect with in the past. Um, and it's a very positive video. It's a it's a very positive video. It just shows you the amazing the amazing time that we live in today, uh, be because of the internet. That if you were if you I mean, if, if you were some in some niche, I, I can't even think of some hobby back in the day, you couldn't even find anyone else in your town in that hobby. And thus, it was just something you had in your head. But now because of the internet, you can make a business out of it and connect to everybody that's involved in that hobby on the planet Earth through the internet. And Naval really breaks it down real nice in that video. Okay, dudes, that is it. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the link section below. Pound, pound that like button, bang that bell button, click on this, those squares. And yeah, this show, Beyond Bitcoin, is every Saturday. I do a new show, a new show every day, which is called The One Bitcoin Show, except on Friday, it's This Week in Bitcoin. See you guys later. Bye.